Welcome to the Party Trick Podcast, where we inspire and empower you to elevate every day. Tune in as I chat with my friend Lyndon from Coterie. I have been obsessed with her party goods for ages, and it's such fun learning more about her experience, her background, what led um, to the brand that is today, and just celebrating it every day. Enjoy. Hi, Lyndon. Thank you so much for coming on the Party Trick Podcast today. I'm so happy you're here. Happy to be here. It's very exciting. Yay. I'm so delighted that we got in touch and got connected finally. I have been following you and Cody for a while and love. We actually had some of your products and some of our parties and party tricks. And when the connect finally happened, I was just so excited because I love talking to other founders in this space. Yeah. And I think Party Trick and Coterie are such a nice complement to each other. We kind of provide the items and then you help it all come together. I love that about it. So it's a fun thing. I think so many people in events can get really, oh, it's too competitive in a way. We all rise together. And for there's sure. so much, so many areas for complementing each other. So tell me a little bit, tell me about your background. What was kind of your professional career that led up to where you are today? Sure. So I have a, a bit of a meandering path. I actually, I have a degree in history, history of science to be specific, which I then used to go into finance. So I started my career in investment banking, just very random, but I loved it. I worked for two years in um, New York doing that typical IB analyst program, mm -hmm. which really hard, but I learned a lot um, and was really instrumental in kind of getting me into a place where I could really boost my career. And then after that, I decided to go into startups. So I went to Birchbox first. I was there for Love four it. years and saw all iterations of that, like incredible growth, lots of struggles, um, which is great. And I met some really great people there. There's great leaders. And so that was an incredible experience. And then I looked to go even smaller and I joined Daily Harvest. Cool. I was the second employee. And oh so we were in like a closet. And now they're a billion dollar company, which is incredible. But that was really fun because it was all hands on deck. I was answering customer tickets at all times of the day, but also doing demand planning, all sorts of marketing, everything. And that was really fun because it was just like, everyone was so scrappy. We had this company that was growing really quickly. So we clearly hit on something and it was just fun, fun to be there. So wait, um, when you left, how big was it when you left in terms of size of employees? I think there were 15 people. Okay. Yeah. Funny to start with like a baby, baby kiddo there and now where it is probably today. I think it's a huge company now. I, I'm not, I think they have a ton of employees. So yeah, it's been fun to watch them. And I still order. It's great for a working mom. Totally. <laughs> I just pop it in the in the microwave and it comes out and you have a great meal. Yep. And then, so after Daily Harvest, I wanted to start my own company. And so a friend and I, we were kind of pitching around ideas and we were both in our early thirties and everyone was getting married, having babies, having kids parties. And it was really hard. It was just like stressful to decorate for these things. Yep. So we kind of said, there's not, there weren't high quality products. It was hard to get every piece that you needed. And so we looked into it more and Party City's the predominant player in this space. And it's not a great option. 
Yeah, I'm curious when they're going to realize that things need to be a little bit more elevated. But, you know, please let the podcast guide get this into their ears one day, but maybe not actually. Let them acquire you or. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm down for that. Um, But yeah, no, it's not a great experience. No one likes going in there like a massive warehouse and all that. You have to like climb ladders to get things. And so we said, let's explore this idea. Neither of us were party planners, but we just were like, this is really interesting. And we went for it. And so we launched back in 2017. We started working on it. We went to China, did tons of research, pivoted a bunch of times. We were originally going to wholesale other people's products. And then we pivoted to making our own products. So yeah, here we are today. Wow. What a journey and crazy how time flies. And also how much the party landscape in my mind has changed. I've been in the events industry since, God, 2008. So it's been a minute. And it's changed so, so much. And I think that when you entered in this way, things were really booming. And in terms of weddings were massive. I think they're a little bit like people are starting to taper off in terms of what they're spending. And the absurdity of some of it is coming back down. But I mean, that was a really big time to come in and try to elevate something that you couldn't find. I mean, again, it was let me go into a warehouse and dig around, which is just like not an enjoyable experience and things. It's supposed to be an aesthetic and an enjoyable experience. And it wasn't. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So and then and COVID hit. And actually, I think in the first early part of COVID, it was really unsure. But then because it couldn't go anywhere. You had to decorate at home. And so it was really great for our business because people wanted to get the decorations sent to them. They didn't want to go out. They couldn't go to restaurants. And so we were able to kind of fill that hole also while people were quarantining with their loved ones at home. Yeah. Which was, again, another time that people needed a little extra beauty, in my opinion, in their life. Why? Oh, lots of extra then. So so tell me and tell our listeners who may not, I mean, I know because I'm in the industry, but What's the breadth of products that you have and what are your most popular sellers in terms of categories? Yeah, so we, everything, not everything, but we, our bread and butter is paper tableware that beautifully designed. It's high quality. It's not like your standard Walgreens or drugstore paper plate that has those weird patterns on it. It's really fun designs that we work with a handful of designers to make and we're always looking at different trends and What's going to be fun are we have this great twall pattern, which is very like Love Shack fancy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like our best seller by far. We can't keep it in stock. We just came out in pink and green and that's doing well as well. So definitely the tableware is fun. We have decorations as well, like banners, cake toppers, candles, all that stuff. The balloons, we started with balloons. Balloons are hard because of the helium issue. Oh, yeah. Friendship helium. And so... We find that our customers kind of will handle that on their own. But yeah, so we've got everything you need and we've kind of created it so that you can mix and match or you can get something that's very matchy-matchy. It's really easy to navigate our site and create a whole party box that just arrives at your door and is ready to go. I love it. I think the curation is one of the hardest things and that's something that both you and I spend a lot of time doing. And for us, we're curating more kind of does the food match the decor, match the playlist is all like all the pieces of the puzzle. But 
honestly, I'm a, a firm believer that like you want to keep it simple and have one thing that knocks it out of the park. Yes, be intentional, but it's like, what's going to look great when your products are there? And that for a lot of people, that's a fear thing. Like, oh gosh, I'm going to be judged. It's not going to look good enough for my friends. It's not going to look aesthetically like as appealing as I might want it to. And I think knowing this matches this and having like a one-stop shop that has all of that is such a gift to give to people when they think about how painful and planning can be sometimes. Totally. And we live in this, for better or for worse, we live in the Instagram age where everyone wants something to look good on Instagram. So taking that pain point away has been definitely something we've focused on. Yeah. When we were doing a lot of market research for Party Trick, and in part, this is specific to Party Trick, but even with my events businesses prior, I love asking, like, what do you hate doing? Or like, why don't you host more? Like, especially when people are hiring me as a planner, it's easy when you have someone doing it for you. It's going to be curated. It'll look good. But one of the number one things was, I'm afraid, like, it's not going to be Instagram worthy. It's not Pinterest perfect. And I think you solve that perfect problem because that is a key objection for so many people. Right. And it has to be overcome when you go, when you find brands like yours. Yeah. Exactly. It's easy to be overcome. And we we also want to say, like, it it doesn't have to be perfect. We celebrate the spills and the the crumbs and all that stuff. So we're trying to make throwing a party a little bit more accessible. And I think this was a huge pain point of mine. I am not a natural party host. I don't love it. I love having people over. I don't like the prep. I don't like the planning. I don't like the cleanup. So this was definitely something that appealed to me. I love that. I was actually just going to ask you a little bit about, are you a natural born hostess? Or yeah. And no. I, yep, I get that. Okay. So the prep component's not so fun. The cleanup is definitely not yep. one of my favorites. That's a hard one. And actually you probably solved that really well for people because they can toss a lot of it or recycle. Yeah. It's based on. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You don't have, there's no dishwashing or that kind of thing. Yeah. So. No, I think that makes it so much easier. And something I really recommend for people is having that good stack of aesthetically appealing like paper goods that are disposable on standby, mm-hmm. put them in a box under your bed. I mean, they don't need to be sitting anywhere, but you've got it so that in a pinch, you're not stuck with, do I have enough forks? Do I have enough plates? Like if you're going to go with what you already have, and then you can, it makes the cleanup that much easier. So I'm a big fan of stocking up. <laughs> no, and we, I think that's a great point because you never know when someone's going to come by. Or especially now that I have kids, you never know when we're going to have a picnic in the backyard with our neighbors. And so it's great to just have these on hand and I can whip them out and it's easy. Yeah. And I think also having color, having pattern. I mean, there's a really great book. I don't know if you've read it yet. And um, it's called Joyful. And it talks a lot about the science behind joy. It's not... Um, Are you glad? Who's the author? Oh, my goodness. I'm going to... I wonder if I have it right over Ingrid? Oh, I will pull it up right now. She spoke at the Aspen Ideas Festival a few years ago. And she... What am I... Pardon? It's Ingrid Fredoli. I know her and her husband. She's amazing. She's amazing. That book transformed... One of my clients gave it to me back in like 2020. And yeah. have, you, have you read it? I mean, obviously you know her, but have you read it yet? I haven't read it, but I follow her intensely on Instagram. So I'm sure and you like, read it through that. Yeah. I have to fight my like New York, my 10 years of New York. And I'm like, no black. Let's go for color. Let's go color. <laughs> well, and, and so I hear she, her, your voice. Yeah. She changed so much about like what, how we were planning large scale events and how we plan. And in a way you think about your products, it's joy, it's light, it's color. 
there's round, there's life. And it's not just this, yeah, maybe your house can be like whites, beiges, neutrals, grays, blacks, right? But add that spark of color, add something slightly unexpected because it tricks your brain and it actually sparks that joy that we've really, and I mean, I, I talk about it a lot, but she, I mean, gosh, I should connect with her one day. Because how she's impacted the events industry or me and like my approach to it, it's amazing. But yes, so I love having, you have the ability when your products are there, you pull them out last minute to have an impact on people. Even though it's like beneficial for yourself, you have an impact on them in terms of their experience. And I love that. Yeah, it's so fun. And I think if you're buying ceramics, you're not going to buy like a palm leaf print. It's too expensive. Not unless you have a massive house just for that. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of storage. Um, And so this is a great way to be able to explore different themes and and really have fun. And so, again, our mission is just to help people have more fun and bring those colors into their lives. Okay, so I might be able to guess, but what is your favorite like party trick or party hack? Uh, My favorite? Okay, so I'm all about pre-planning or doing the prep away in advance yeah cutting everything beforehand and just having everything really organized and ready to go i make batch cocktails the night before so that i don't have to be pouring drinks i think it's also really fun to have like a signature cocktail for parties i agree like a great but there's nothing worse than having a party and people are waiting or, or you're cooking there's that great office episode do you watch the office I do. Yeah. Where they have, where Jan and Michael have everyone over and Jan's uh-huh. like, oh, also Buku, I just put it in. It'll be done in three hours. You're like, oh, God, like, no. What? Yeah. So that's like a nightmare. You want to have everything like ready to go and organized and so that you can enjoy yourself. Because otherwise it's not fun for you. And the whole point is for you to have fun. So completely right there with yeah. you. I'm a Big proponent of planning nice and early because also then if something goes wrong, you can handle it. Right. Yeah. And you're relaxed. And again, you can actually enjoy it. And that's the whole purpose. So, yeah. Okay. So where did the name come from? Like, what's in the name? Yeah. So Coterie means a small group of friends. And like I've said a couple of times, we just wanted to facilitate people getting together with their loved ones or their friends. And that just, if it's two people in a bottle of champagne or if it's 20 people getting together for Friendsgiving, everything's a party. You don't need an occasion. It can be a Tuesday night. And we just wanted to make people gathering together more easy. I could not agree more. Again, I was actually, we have a mutual friend, Michael, and he and I were talking about parties. And I was saying, people say they don't party anymore, but they have people over. They have get-togethers. They have people hang out. But I think people shy away from that party and people actually should party a little bit more. But he was saying, yeah, I have a pancake every morning, a pancake party every morning with my daughter. And that's oh, an attitude, right? You go into this and it's like, okay, in the morning, get up and make it a little bit more special and celebrate with your friends and celebrate with, by adding a cute napkin, cute plate, cute, whatever it might be, because it makes it special. And it's about that time yeah. shared with our friends. I love it. Yeah. Amazing. We worked with a customer and... She just like randomly threw her daughter a fairy princess party when she got home from school. And it was so cute and just like totally highlighted that these are quote unquote core memories. You can make core memories and out of nothing. And it's just a wonderful thing to see. I love it. So we're recording in June right now. And actually, this will come out relatively soon. But 
for those of you listening at other times of the year, it's summer break right now. And I have the kiddos with me and I love finding reasons to celebrate with them in a way that when I was planning large scale events, I couldn't. And so last night we decided just all of a sudden, let's make a, have a s'mores party. Right. And Um, it was those little moments and my daughter's the cutest. So she's six. She styled a whole s'mores board. And she was literally, she likes quote unquote styles her bed every morning. And so she did this and it's her whole, it's funny to see these flare, like bits of personality come out really, really early, but those unexpected, the fairy princess, like party after school that, Hey, instead of sitting around having dinner, bath, book, bed, all right, let's take it outside and let's turn it into a s'mores party. Those little things, they can change how people, again, those memories so, so much. Right. And then your daughter will remember that forever. Those little deviations from the plan are so wonderful. Completely. And again, being prepped for when those deviations come. Yeah. It's so cool. Because that's where she's like, mom, I'm going to start laying this out. And I'm like, I've got a platter. And I like ran over to like where I keep some stuff in storage. Like it wasn't something sitting out. And it's just having a little like tiny little hosting closet somewhere to go grab to make those things easier. Um, Yep. They love that. We do a lot with color, different fun straws as well. So yeah, straws are great. Straws are yeah. great for like replay too. Matt, I have little kids, so I'm always trying to figure out how I can engage their sensory brains. Um, oh, yeah. So we do a lot of work with straws. <laughs> yeah. We love a good straw. It makes anything more appealing from a glass of water to a glass of milk to a smoothie, whatever right. it might be. So. Or just as like, oh, I think we were making like a bone arrow out of just shoving straws together the other day. That was really yeah. unique yeah. yeah taking these party goods and turning them into like play activities so there's yeah. that <laughs> okay so you have little ones tell me a little bit how has it impacted just kind of how you host how you gather how you've approached your business i know that's a lot jammed into one yeah so how everything is earlier much much earlier dinner starts at four and ends at six thirty. anytime we have a party but we've also really gotten into breakfast parties and having people over for my husband will make again an overnight. He preps it the night before, but he'll make overnight French toast. Oh, I love my that. My husband does it while the cooking. Mm-hmm. I do know. Just a dream. And so then we'll have people over in the morning and the kids can play. We have a great padded basement where they can just go wild. And the parents will sit upstairs and have coffee and, and French toast. And it's wildly civilized for you yeah. know, how crazy things are. So yeah, I think just moving things earlier, number one, and then adjusting my expectations of this is going to be, times are going to be free form. People are going to sit here. They're not going to sit at a place table, placemat. And it's going to be much more roaming and, and roving. And it's been great and wild, but I think we've adjusted well for the most part. Yeah, and then and the second part of your question, adjusting with work it's it's a lot having you have to yeah you gotta have help and so I am lucky to have a great babysitter and then my kids are in daycare but I do spend a lot of time shuttling them back and forth and all that and taking calls on the road I've taken a lot of meetings on stroller walks yep and people are super cool with it so it seems like the whole world is kind of adjusting to more of a life-work balance, which I think is great and necessary. 
Yeah, I definitely think having kids change. You work very differently. I think you have to work a lot smarter and hard, like smarter and harder to to make it all work if you want to actually spend time with the children. I think some, right? And so it's optimizing the times you have where like when they're little, running with them, walking with them, taking calls on those things. I go and I'll watch the kids various practices and I watch, but I might be like either listening to a podcast that's been sitting there I really wanted to listen to where I can engage with both and still be present. But and you just get really creative. It just changes things a lot. Yeah. Now you just and you eat things in. I work after dinner, you know, I make sure I'm there for bath time, bedtime, all that. And so just plugging holes with work and all that fun stuff. But yeah, yeah. you get creative and very efficient. <laughs> Indeed. Okay. And then also, I love what you were saying in terms of just pivoting a little bit in terms of entertaining style. The breakfast idea and those like, br- like brunch, breakfast, brunch parties are amazing. I want to lean into that more personally because oh, yeah. it's oh, great. Yeah. And then you whole day to recover. <laughs> Whenever we have people over, whether it's after soccer, after whatever activity they're doing, it just gets so late. And my kids are early, like they go to bed at 7, 730. And right. I'm, beyond blessed that they still do that but like if stuff doesn't until five it's jammed you can't enjoy that get together whereas in the morning like everyone's up early and kind of needs something to do so i love that yeah and they're in good moods like that's the peak good mood and Mm -hmm. you get towards five it starts to be that witching hour and you know depending on how the naps went during the day you don't know what child you're gonna get so yeah we just find that the, the morning is really a successful slot parties and it's also, it's that progress, not perfection. It's going back right. to, it's good enough. Just be flexible. Just have people yeah. over. Just do it. Do it. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Take you don't it. have to have it be perfect. It's really like, it's about the time shared. So yeah, exactly. And that has always been our kind of motto is spend more time on your guest list or having fun with your friends than on your choice of napkin. Well, that can, will help you make it look good, but don't worry about it too much. I, I think that's a very spot on great advice. Okay, so tell me a little bit. I know you have a very exciting partnership or collab, whatever the appropriate like legal terminology is there yeah. for you with Vera Bradley. So tell me a little bit about that collection and tell me a little bit about kind of what's next following that as well and how's it being received? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So we, you know, we've done a few collaborations in the past. It's really fun. We take, we worked with Draper James, which is recently oh, yeah, their same brand. Mm-hmm. And, and so we kind of work with these companies that have really iconic prints, like Vera Bradley. You immediately can see that like colorful paisley duffel bag. And they just have these amazing, bright, colorful patterns. And so we take those iconic prints and just put them on party supplies. And so we created two collections. There's a sea air floral, which is this beautiful, bright floral pattern mixed with kind of like a beautiful ocean blue. And then we had like a very classic paisley pattern um, and that's called dreamer paisley yeah and it was so much fun working with them they again they have these incredible prints and they just send you the prints and then you get to play around with them and we created some we created so it's plates cups napkins and some cupcake toppers plates cups napkins and so it's everything you need to throw an awesome summer party i love it so cool and I think yeah. it is so iconic. I mean, you say the name, you say it Paisley and you close your eyes. And for me, it immediately pops. Yeah. I think that does that for so many people. I love that about these iconic brands, especially that have great patterns. So yeah, yeah exactly. 
Cool. Um, and then we're always coming out with new products. Actually, I have finished winter 2023. We work well in advance. Um, nice. And so we've got a lot of fun stuff coming for winter. A lot of great stuff for kids' parties because I think people... During the holidays, you make a little fancier where you use more ceramics for adult parties. But for yeah. kids, I think it's paper is always the way to go because they're, those little paws can drop things. Oh, yes. Got some great things for that. And then I'll start thinking about our 2024 collections and seeing what partners we can bring in and, you know, what new fun stuff. So we're always kind of thinking about a year in advance of the pattern and prints and how we can make more party supplies that are really amazing and beautiful. So, so cool. I think it's funny. I have always worked so far in advance with my clients. And as we've shifted mm -hmm. to Party Trick, we don't do that yet. We're planning stuff like two, three weeks out in terms of the content yeah, we're imagine. creating. And in part, it's also we don't know what like you are going to be producing next spring. So we can't right. put a party together until we start to see what our resources are. And mm -hmm. so I love talking. I love these conversations and getting an understanding of, okay, what are people looking at now? Do they lean into fashion? Do they lean into art? Do they lean into like a trend that they're seeing and then do it after? Where is that coming from and how far are they planning? Because then it helps me <laughs> selfishly. Right. No. Okay, great. I see these. I mean, I've certainly done that where we designed full, less for party trick, but more for um, events in the past. You choose one amazing thing, whether it's like an insanely beautiful linen and you can design a whole room around the linen. It's not about like the flowers or the flatware. It's okay. I want this as my fan as this. I want this as my foundation. And right. so knowing, okay. Oh my gosh. And, and it's the little things that inspire us all. So I love seeing what other people are kind of their workflows and their patterns. Yeah. So I can then search and map ours. Yeah. Awesome. Now it, it, it's tricky because you don't, there was that big moment with tie dye. Oh yeah. Which I feel like has kind of died down. Um, and so we were thinking, oh, should we do a tie dye collection? But it just seemed too specific and we were worried it was going to go away. So you have to kind of think about is this a lasting trend? Is it going to be here? Are they still going to want it next year? So it, it's always a little, you have to be a little future thinking. Where is the majority of, obviously people can ship your product anywhere. Where are you most heavily kind of concentrated or kind of what states do you find the majority of people yeah. find you and order your Question. I think California is probably our biggest state right now. But we see a ton of people in the South and Midwest as well. I think the culture of entertaining in the South and Midwest is, it's, it's more of a culture of entertaining, um, yeah. a Southern host, all that fun stuff. And so we see that people down there really like to have like put together parties and whatnot uh, on the coasts. I think it's a little more freeform. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's been an interesting dynamic because in all the companies I've worked for beforehand, it's been the coasts are our, our solid customer. And then this one, it's like, let's go after that Southern Belle who's throwing the awesome parties on a weekly basis. Completely. I mean, <laughs> it makes so much sense. Yeah. yeah. And also like they typically have, and this is, there are some stereotypes, a little more space. Real estate's a little bit. So they have space yep. to entertain in a way that it's harder if you're in New York City to have right. people over to an itty bitty, especially box yeah. apartment. Yeah, it's really hard. <laughs> yeah. And then you also for that matter have space for like a little hosting closet or maybe the space under your bed isn't being taken up with like your clothes for the next season, but you actually space under. So 
Um, exactly. Okay, this is a an interesting one, and if you're not ready, don't worry. But give us. Have you had any fails? Like big fails where like UPS, FedEx, whomever you work with, like just everything disaster. Like there was a disaster. You promoted a collection, then couldn't get it in in time. Like what has been one of like the hardest things that you've had to overcome, or like a big. I'm going to call it a party oh. fail, even though it wasn't. It's like a party business fail. Yeah, no, I've had a lot, uh, as I'm sure every founder. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, our, our last winter, yeah. everything's coming from China, so we have to deal with Chinese New Year. And so uh, our spring collection this year was pretty delayed because just, you know, I, had, I also had a kid in February, and so I just was... <laughs> not on top of it as much as I should have been. And so it was delayed. And so I worked through a lot of different, you know, how can I get it faster? What shipping lanes are faster? Is it faster to go to California and then truck it across? Or is it faster to go all the way to New York? We ended up figuring it out, but uh, that was fun. And then I had this one customer in Denmark who ordered, he was a wholesale customer. So he's buying a ton of product from us. Yeah. And we sent him the product and it got switched with another customer and just totally lost. So it was a huge order, totally lost. Oh gosh, I'm so sorry. He was understanding, but like, this is, this was his business too. And he was like, I'm suffering. And so then I shipped him another one and that got lost too. I was like, what is going on? Um, And then I did it a third time. And then they found the second shipment. And so I called FedEx and I was like, cancel this order, send it back. And they said, okay, we're on it. We'll do it for the third order. And the third order went all the way from New York to Denmark, at which point they sent it back. And the charges on the shipping charges on that were We're insane. insane. So it was just one of those things that I was trying to make it better and I kept making it worse. And I didn't know how to stop the hemorrhaging. <laughs> yep. I mean, not eventually, but at a certain point, I, I was begging this guy. I was like, just let me cancel this order. Please, let me just refund you. Let me stop the bleeding. And he was like, no, I really need the product. And so we, we eventually got it, but it, it was pretty horrible and very stressful for me. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> not fun. Not fun. Yeah. I think when you're relying on someone else, like it's hard because you have to. In everything in life, you really like no man's an island. We all have to rely. But when those things are out of our control, and especially in a circumstance like that, not easy. Not easy. Not easy. Novel. And we all learn something great through it. So yes, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay. And then any fun summer plans? Are you hosting much this summer? Are you traveling much this summer? Are you just heads down cranking on work this summer? What does summer look like for you? I've uh, worked, so I'm from Maine and we're going up there a bunch, which is great. I'm super excited about that. Maine in the summer is just the most the wonderful place. Yeah. DC in the summer, less wonderful. That's where I am currently. Hot and humid. Um, hot and humid. And then we're considering a trip abroad to France. It's our first, it'd be our first abroad trip in so long because of COVID. Yeah. I'm a little daunted because of the little ones and time zone changes, but my husband's really excited about it. And it would be nice to kind of, you know, get out of, get out of the country for a little bit. So we'll see. We'll see. TV comes in. I'm excited to hear. And I definitely would be getting out if I were in DC. I'm from Virginia originally from Charlottesville. So the yep. DC summers in Northern Virginia and that whole, oh God, 
it's oh yeah it's so nice to be able to escape to somewhere a little bit more fresh yes or just stay in a nice air-conditioned area and take five showers a day so (laughs) amazing (laughs) oh Lyndon, thank you so much for being here today and chatting where can we find you and is there anything else that you want to leave our listeners with yeah thanks for having me this is so fun and obviously i'm excited for us to work together more our, you can find us at CoteryParty.com. That's C-O-T-E-R-I-E, party.com. And yeah, I think just, well, at least for me, when you see these products, I get inspired to have parties. I you know, came out with this palm leaf print and I was like, I got to have a pool party. Didn't have a pool, but I was like, I want to have a pool party. So, you know, no party is too small. No party is too big. Just get your friends together and the rest will follow. Completely. It's the intention behind it. Well, we yeah. will leave website and all the social details everything down in the show notes but thank you again and look forward to chatting again soon sounds good thanks so much thank you